Hi, I'm Sung Ray. I'm something else. Here at Black Girl Soul, a podcast where we discuss the Asian dramas we love from a Black female perspective. We are looking to be entertained, to learn about other cultures, and share our passion for these shows. Welcome. Hello, everyone. This is Black Girl Soul. I am something else with Song Ray. And today we are talking about another show. Now, normally I'm confusing variety and reality show, but Song Ray has told me this is a reality show. Okay. It's a K reality show called Ramyun and Chill. Uh, yet again, I don't know Jack ish about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to listen the way y'all are listening as Sungray <laughs> takes it away. Take it away, right. Sungray. Now, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with DKDKTV. That is Danny Kim and David Kim. They are two South Korean guys who host uh, YouTube shows and they are always talking about whatever is hot in the news, what's going on, um, different topics all around they their show is pretty interesting but I've not I'm not like an avid watcher of their show like that like I watch because you know something pops up in the title that it make me go I want to see that um they're English speaking and again like I said they're South Korean but and they film out of South Korea but I like it because it's English and I don't have to do the subtitles or wonder and make sure you know it makes sense so I like mm. them for that part any which way they produce this show so um David is your chief producer they have a lady named Anna Lee who also joined them she's a producer and Danny Kim is the one who like spawned this idea and decided to go ahead and turn this into a show and like really do it so I'll give you the premise the premise is Ramyun and Chill is I said I was going to give it to you and then it disappeared off my screen sorry it's about five females from around the world who, go, who are going to meet five Korean men. And I think it was six, if I'm not mistaken, but I can't be sure right this second. But they meet these five, these Korean men, and they basically are exploring the concept of international dating. And yes, they are calling it a reality show, not a variety show. Now, there's still formulates and functions like the reality or variety shows that I'm used to seeing, but it does have a hint of American reality showness. So I kind of can see why they took the line of reality show as opposed to variety. Um, but they're not traveling for dick. They're traveling for romance. Um. Oh, yeah. are they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was about okay. to say. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. we'll say that. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, take it away, Sun Ray. Come on, tell us more. <laughs> so, Ramyun and Chill is basically a combination of the famous Korean phrase, K-drama phrase, do you want to go eat Ramyun at my place, which is like the American phrase, do you want to Netflix and chill? So they combine the two. That's how the show title came to be. And basically you're just seeing how international women deal with dating relationships and things like that as as opposed to like how Korean men and what their expectations are and how they function and move. So you have a, what do you call it? A host hosting group the hosting group is one two three four five it was five people so you have a married couple who is an international married couple the husband and I want to give people's names but right here right now I'm having problems finding where they have listed out the people like uh, it's the weirdest thing I don't know why but there's nowhere where I can go like on my drama list or anywhere where they're listing out who was the cast who was the the host so I'm pulling from different sources trying to get this to make it make sense um <clears throat> in your hosting group though you have a husband and wife team um the husband is South Korean the wife is British Danny Kim was one of the hosts you have Megan what's Megan's last name that we talked about that had that had the twins. Who? Megan Markle? Yes. Me Megan Markle? <laughs> not Markle. Is it Markle? No, no, no. Is it Markle? <laughs> she didn't, she didn't have twins. Uh, You're thinking of the wrong Megan, uh, something else. Megan the Stallion? No. Is it Megan Moon? 
Oh, Megan Moon. Yes, girl. Megan Moon. Thank you. <laughs> Megan Moon. Megan Moon is one of the hosts. And then there's a Black guy. So Megan Moon is also internationally married. She's married to a South Korean man. And I believe she's an American. Yes. Girl, okay. She's from Georgia. Yeah, I wasn't sure. So she's an American. So that was the kind of reason why they had these friend, these people as hosts so that they were coming from a perspective of not just, oh, I'm an American speaking on this sub subject or I'm a Korean speaking on this subject, but we're people who are in these types of relationships so we can kind of mm. see where things could and would go. Okay. No, I appreciate that they're trying to add some authenticity. They're not just smashing these folks together, pun intended. <laughs> mm. um, they're not smashing these folks together like and then putting a camera on them, they're trying to like be somewhat legitimate, you know, like these are some of the is issues that bicultural romances, um, you know, interracial, not interracial, but like intercultural um, yeah. relationships may have um, some of the issues that they may have when together and that they may have to think about, you know, because it's still a reality show, so I don't realistically expect these people to date long term, but it shines a light and um, that's appreciated because who hasn't like watched a foreign film or a foreign show and you're like, mm, I would get with him. And then it's like, no, in reality, <laughs> would you get with him? Like, could you get with him? Like, where would you get a job? Like, right, <laughs> like right. there are real issues, you know? Yeah. You all may look at each other and think, mm, but the reality is, can you, maybe not, then maybe it's not realistic. <laughs> Go on. I'm just going. Oh, you're fine. Cause that, that is all the truth. You're so right. Cause you see it and kind of at that point, it's just fantasy. But if you were to try to make it reality, is it, is it feasible? Can it happen? And so that's pretty much why Danny and David decided to do this. They said they had seen many of their friends who were interested in dating non-Korean women, but they hesitated because they were scared or insecure about language barriers or cultural differences. So the show was designed with that in mind where they wanted to just kind of bridge that gap and give them an opportunity to meet other people from other cultures and see was there opportunity for actual dating or romance to occur. So um, we'll start off with, I'm going to try, because again, y'all, they are blowing my mind that I cannot find the names of the uh contestants like well let, let me help you out because I was searching too <sighs> and I'm on IMDB and I, I see to... and I'm seeing like an Erica can't say her last name yeah so I hold see... it before you say them because there's more than them that's why I stopped at that I was like oh um, it's, it's way more than these five people they have listed here lord and that's why I was what? like okay I don't understand this why did you only list them five where are the rest but, but didn't you I'll say, go with this. yeah, go with that. And then, you know, just as a reminder, speak to how it is a independent project. So it, maybe oh, that's so why, let's talk about that right now. Right. So I, and I was is, just going to say, maybe that's why they're not forthcoming with information in the places we would normally expect, because it is not a, it is a, it is an atypical production. Yes, yeah, so it is completely and totally independent. And so one of the things is I had no clue about how the first one got going, but I realized that they are working on trying to do a part two, but they're doing a part two through what's called Kickstarter. So if you know anything about Kickstarter, that's where people pay into helping make something happen. And that's what they did for the first one. They had people who paid into making this show come to pass. So all of the usual production and stuff that you would normally have isn't really there. So am I going to say that it doesn't look like your traditional shows? Not 100%, but I'm going to give them 100% of credit that they did a great job with their editing. They did a great job of making sure cameras were in a variety of places. They did a great mm. job of showing you the beauty of the lake that they went to, Lake 192, which is in South Korea. It's really pretty and they noted and one of the cast members noted that that was somewhere where bts had gone um when they filmed one of their uh bts in the soups so in which case they did a good job of making sure they you know got you those shots and did the editing correctly and it doesn't look like a low budget film as, as i would think you know what i'm saying no that's good that's good because sometimes that's the 
the beef that people have when it comes to like independent projects that they look kind of shoddy or the cinematography is really off or low budget and and it undermines what the story is, what the message is. And so, especially when you see that they're trying to do some kind of like reaching across cultural barriers, you don't want it to be undermined with like, you know, a shaky camera. Cause right. it's those little things that will like totally mess them up with audiences and it's not fair, but it's what happens. So with that, that because it's independent, it is difficult trying to find the list of who are the cast members, who's this and who's that. Um, the problem with YouTube is that YouTube it's per episode. So you can't go in there and find like one space where they're giving you all the details that you need for the show to make sense. But I am going to just go with what they have on IMBD because that's what we got. So you have a girl named Erica. Erica was, I believe, South African. Um, she was one of the contestants. Sonia. Sonia was an American from Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Chan Yoon, South Korean. He was one of the contestants. Dan Kim. Dan, I believe, was American. If I am not mistaken, if he was not American, Dan is South Korean who lives in America because he was very Americanized in how he functioned and the stuff that he did. And after I read the synopsis, I realized all the men were South Korean. So he's probably a South Korean who lives in America. Um, you had Tiffany. Tiffany was an American. Um, you had Bella. Bella, I'm not sure if Bella was Ghanaian. I want to say she's... A, think she's Ghanaian but I'm not 100% sure but I know she's from Africa and she lives in South Korea um who else was on there there was another one I can't think of her name right now was it Stephanie oh I can't think of her name she was another cast member um she was Chinese you had at least five or six other guys but again, they're not listed, so I don't want to say anybody's name incorrectly or call somebody out. But there were other guys on the show as well. So those were the women that they, I guess, got from the international scene to come and be guests on the show. Um, what I liked first was when they first got there, you could see 110% of all of the weirdness if that makes sense. Like they were all so awkward. They were all so weird. They were all so nobody kind of knew what to say to somebody else. Nobody really knew how to, you know, you have those people who are just the natural extroverts. They're going to start talking and try to make friends. They mm. were doing their parts, but then you got the others who are just kind of standing back and just watching and not really sure of which way to go or what to do. So that was really interesting to just get to watch them come out of that and start talking to each other and getting to know each other. You had those who were very, very reserved because they felt like they couldn't speak the language, but Bella speaks South or Bella speaks Korean. Um, Tiffany spoke Korean and one other person spoke Korean, if I'm not mistaken, one of the other girls, mm. but the majority of them were either English speakers. Yeah. They were English speakers. Everybody else could speak English. Yeah. Everybody else could speak English, but those two were able to kind of help, to do a little bit of filtering. Bella's mm. not very, she's not like as fluent as Tiffany was, but she was, you know, good enough to kind of help with some stuff. So that was interesting. So they did the meet and greet. They come in together. They get to the house, figure out where people are going to be sleeping. So there was a boathouse and then there was like a main house. The guy stayed in the boathouse. The girl stayed in the, and there were two main houses, actually. The girl stayed in the two main houses and they kind of split up. Um, I don't know if they played a game to choose who was going to go in the rooms, but I really feel like they did. I think there was a game that had to be played for them to choose who was going in the rooms, which is hot, the variety portion of this. Um, <laughs> once they got in the rooms, then they had like a little nighttime get together where they ate, they drank, um, and they did like a talent show and people were able to get up and share their talents and kind of introduce themselves and talk about who they were so you got a chance to kind of see you know there were some who Bella I think she's a aspiring rapper she did a really cool rap um you learned that Tiffany was a was she a student or was she fully working I can't remember Dan was an accountant or something if I'm not mistaken um 
you had more of them, I think, were like school age or doing like school stuff or they had like first time jobs. So I think these people were like in the range of mid to early 20s, mid to late 20s era, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, Initially, you really can't feel much of anything. But what I loved were the hosts because there was a black guy. He was very just blunt about how he felt about stuff like, why they picking her? She's not even that cute. I wouldn't pick oh. her. Stuff like that. Then you had Megan who was, you know, the buffer like, well, you know, in Korea, that's that's not something they do. They, you know, that's not what you can't expect that. If you come with your American mindset so like she helped break those things down. Um the South Korean guy who was married to the British woman, he, you know, had some great insight. So like they helped to kind of help you understand things that were going on or see why people were moving the way they were moving or doing what they were doing. So at the end of the first one, I don't think anybody went to the ramen and chill room, but I think on the second episode, somebody wound up going. And again, games or competitions they were playing determine whether or not you'd be able to go to the ramen and chill room so bella went with some guy i can't remember who she went with she went with some guy and she was the first one to get to go in so in the ramen and chill room it was really the weirdest setup because i was like oh y'all setting them up for literal netflix and chill style it is a bed there was a little bar and that was it Damn. In a bathroom, a bathroom. I was just like, oh. So she could go clean herself up, huh? Mm, mm, I was just mm. like, okay, now this is a little odd for me because this is like going to a hotel room. Like you, right. what, what else is supposed to happen here? So all you see, and they did do a good job again editing, all you really see is them sitting on the bed talking, them drinking the wine. They had looked around the room. They played some music. I am not sure, but someone may have kissed. I can't be, I can't remember if it was them or if I'm remembering Sonia and the guy she liked, because I know they kissed. Um, but how long had they known each other? Not long. Again, this is four nights. This show was a four-nighter. You know what? This sounds like this show doesn't know where it wants to be. Like if it wants to be earnest in the... And mind you, I'm pulling this completely on my ear, so correct me. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't sound like it knows where it wants to be. On one hand, it's like, hey, they have high-minded ideals about like, you know, cross-cultural um, meeting and like, you know, not full-on relationship, but at least date, you know? And then you go to the other extreme using that name and it's like, hey, let's get it on, like, what what the heck is going on why couldn't they have just I understand the name and trying to like do a spin on the name but I also think it's low-key disrespectful and I'm saying this as a horn dog right I'm a <laughs> proud <laughs> card carrying horn dog I don't have a problem with the whole hey if you just gonna do what you do you do what you do but I'm like come on if you're just going to hey, you're from one country, I'm from another, we're going to go on a date, then let them go on an actual date. Don't put them in a room with a bed and a half-ass TV and a bathroom so she can go prep herself and then come back out for like the main event. Like, that don't, please correct me because I must be getting it wrong. Like, Again, that is the look of it. But I think one of the things that I took to heart and I was like, okay, I can't say that I feel like that's just South Korean men. I think that's men. But it was like they kept saying, like, uh, I think Megan made the point and the South Korean guy married to the British woman that men, the South Korean men are going to perform and function how you allow. So if you give them the room, they're going to do it. And if you don't, they'll, you know, stand and uphold their their space. I feel like that's all men. I don't think that's just, that's just me. Right. I don't think that's just South Korean men. I feel like any man, if you give him the room to think, oh, oh okay, we smashing? Okay, we gonna smash. Right. But if you put it out there like, no, sir, we are here to get to know one another and this is how this is gonna function, that's how it's gonna function. So you got to see that from other people with the room because like with them, I think they wound up either, if they didn't kiss, they were like hugged up close together at some point in the night because they stayed up to five in the morning talking. Everybody talked about that. So the window for the room is a big, huge pan window that you could like from downstairs look up and see into. 
they can close the curtains. They eventually did close the curtains. You could turn off the cameras. They eventually did turn off the cameras. So I don't know, you know, we don't know what, what officially occurred. And so we're just going to let that be off into the wind. Other people, you saw they, you know, one person sat on one side, somebody sat on the other side, and they just talked. So it just kind of, I think, played out based upon people who went in there, their expectations, if that makes sense. No, it does. But I'd have been like, nah, we need to start at the living room. We're not going to start in the bedroom. Damn, I'm not Again, a hoe. That's I'm all just they a had. freak. That was it. That was, that was the ramen and chill room. So again, I feel like the way the room was set up was kind of very presumptuous. I would have preferred that, like for instance, the second ramen and chill room, there was two. The second ramen and chill room had like a little seating bench where you could sit on the bench. Like uh, it was a, what do you call it? A, a, not a roadster. What are those, the houses on wheels? Trailers? Not a trailer but like you know the traveling houses that people um rv yeah like an rv so you had the table with the two seats on the other side and then over on the side was the bed a little cooking area you know for them to do the wine and drinks or whatever but so like for me that one made more sense because nobody really went to the bed they all sat on the bench because that's where you would start if i'm just getting to know you i'm not going straight to the bed with you sorry that's too much playing but again that's just me that's just me See, I think what happened was when they sold the idea, it was cute to you to say ramen and chill. But like in execution, it just looked skeevy a little bit. That's just my opinion. And, and it's I mean, not because this is you without having seen it, because this right. is just me telling you what I perceived and what I saw for the first time of seeing the ramen and chill room and not knowing there was a second one, just thinking why is it just the bed where where why couldn't there be some chairs in here or at least a little seating area to sit and right. talk first before we wind up sitting on a, if even if we wanted to lay back and watch a movie together or whatever right. start here you don't start there that's just eh. but again, right i mean and it's just like like you said very presumptuous that like okay i'm not like i am not with that like retro you know where the woman is saying no but she really means yes and all that bs like if you want to do what you want to do do what you want to do okay but i feel like when you have like a reality show <laughs> at least like building some space you know it's like if you if you go to the bachelor and then the minute you go on a date with a bachelor he's like he starts at the hot tub yeah, you get to the hot tub eventually, but even American shows start with a basic date with a table. Damn. And even Sorry. on Singles Inferno, we'll talk about that at another time, but even on Singles Inferno, I at least appreciate it. They start them like it's a hotel room that is such a it's such a hotel room. It's like a suite. So there's a living room. There's a dining room space. There's all of this before you get to a bedroom. Nice. And so when you first come in, the first thing they're usually doing is getting something to eat. So they're in the dining room and then they might move to the living room to have drinks and chit chat and talk. And they sit there for hours. Then when it's time for bed, people are going to their separate spaces. Right. Think about it. Dude comes over middle of the night. You start in the living room. You don't go directly to the bedroom unless you've done some stuff with him a couple of times. You don't go directly. I mean, it's not, no, I have nothing against it if that's what you want to do. But like the first time, can he sit on a couch? <laughs> can we Can we have a couch? Can Can we just protect, you know, our sensibilities and our honor a little bit just, just with a little couch sitting? <laughs> Damn. Oh. I mean, the initial Netflix and chill was on couches. It wasn't on beds. Okay. It's on couches. That's that's listen, the the unspoken, the unspoken rule is the subtext is well, no, the above the text, I don't know what you call that, not the subtext, but the opposite <laughs> of that is that, oh, you're coming over to watch a Netflix movie? Okay. You know what's up with a, you know what's going, gonna go down. But the assumption is you're coming to watch a movie. You do that in the living room. You're not going directly to the bedroom. Mm, Lord have mercy. Go on. It's your, it's your reality show. Go on. 
<laughs> Let me stop interrupting. You're fine. So from there, we you also kind of like begin to, because I think it was five episodes, if I'm not mistaken, you begin to like kind of see personalities come out. So Dan, was it Dan Kim? I think that was his name. Dan is the American who, or the South Korean who's living in America because he functioned like an American man. With Dan, what I found to be most interesting was that he did all of the, and I hate to say this as one, but I'm just going to have to go here, like the American bravado where, oh yes, I'm for this and I like this and he's putting forward all these faces. But then by the end of the show, that didn't pan out. And it was kind of like, wow, I'm not going to tell because it is a total spoiler. And I would prefer for people, if you're going to watch it, watch it. I'll tell you offline, no problem. But because um, you just obviously tell us not... on the other side of the spoiler alert. Yeah, I think that's OK. OK, I'll tell you on the other side of spoiler. Any which way, he just didn't pan out to be who he was presenting himself initially. Um, you had the chick, Sonia. She was just she was who she was um the girl erica erica was a weird case for me and so i really want to delve a bit deeper into her because they talked about her but they didn't like get into the whole issue and i think a part of that was cultural and so for me i need some help from anybody who may have watched this show if you saw it if you watched and if you happen to understand i guess mindsets from her culture because she was just real odd to me the things that she was claiming that she wanted expressing that was happening so like she just had all these issues and it was just weird for me and I, I couldn't understand her um then you had Tiffany Tiffany she seemed like she just had a very focused here's what I want here's what I'm doing and she wasn't willing to bend about that towards the end she got a little bit more flexible but initially she was just very rigid about what she wanted and what she was looking for and it is what it is I think that's a fair play because some people if you know what you want that's what you're going for in the story however others because a lot of the guys were interested in her um she wasn't giving room for them to I guess even express or talk to her for real like you didn't get to see it so I'm not sure if they had those interactions but it just seemed like she was very stuck on here's what she wanted and here's what she was doing she and Dan did a lot of talking together um and maybe because you know being Koreans who live in America or in a her off she's an American Korean but being you know from the same culture living in this country they seem to have a lot of a lot to talk about and a lot to share and so initially I think Dan called herself interested but then that just didn't pan out because she was not interested in Dan um somebody else became interested in Dan but yeah so it was it was just interested I can't tell you much other than honestly this is one of those I'm gonna tell you you want to go watch it it's not a lot of invested time I think like each episode let me go see might have been hmm Okay, so each episode looks like it's about an hour. So that's five hours invested if you decide to go watch. But I kind of feel like it was it's worthy of the watch because it was an interesting take on dating shows, interesting take on seeing people interact with other cultures. And yeah, it was it was good. So what would you rate it? I'm going to give this like an eight and a half out of ten. Wow. And it's getting a half and not a nine because, like I said, there were some things that I was just like, like the the room and like, okay, do we all know why we're here? Do we realize this is, you're trying to see if something could happen, but we don't have to try to force play something. Like, do you get, you get what I'm saying? Right. And that's why I'm kind of saving my other comments um, for the other side of the spoiler alert. So I'm ready for that if you are. Okay, so y'all know how it works with us. We're about to spoil the hell out of this thing. And so if you want to go watch the show and then come back, you can. Um, you can always comment. We always want your comments if this is Please where we're going you. to lose you. Um, but hopefully you will come listen to the rest or continue with us. 
because um, I have questions and opinions having never seen the show. That's how bold I am. I give no Fs. I will give my opinion. So <laughs> the spoiler alert is in effect. And here's what I'm going to say. First off, I have to wonder at the motivation of the chick who was like cutting off all the dudes because one, I have to wonder about her motivation for even being on a show. And two, I have to wonder about whether they actually had her vet or review any of the um, other contestants, right? Because I think if you do a little bit of that, then you you can weed out some folks. Maybe they were so thirsty to have the the show that they didn't actually sit down beyond interviewing her and go, hey, any of these guys look good to you? Any, any, you feel any kind of connection? You, you get what I'm saying? Like, I do feel that when it comes to like these dating reality shows, at least the American ones, you get some kind of, you know, like the bachelor has looked over these chicks and he knows the ones that he's kind of feeling. He cuts some of them out. When you have these reality shows where it's a bunch of people in a house or something like that, you kind of get, uh, you know, what kind of person are you into? Okay, that the person they, you know, they say they're into matches this person and this person and that person and that person. If you have her on the show and she's pretty much knocking all these dudes out, they should have known that before they started filming. They should have known that, like, she just wasn't interested. Like, I maybe... I think did though, you get that aside, impression? No, aside from that, I'm gonna tell you what they say on their Kickstarter page. But aside from that, she was a good buffer regardless, even if she didn't choose to quote unquote make a love connection with somebody. She did, but even if she didn't choose to, oh, she did. I told you, yeah, I told you she was the one who she speaks Korean fluently and she speaks English fluently. So she was able to help with making people feel a little bit more comfortable and getting people to say stuff that they might not have said, I guess, because they thought language was an issue. So her on the show, she was needed. Okay. I got the, initially I got the impression that like, she was just like, not you, not you, not you, not you. Yes, and then she did for most of them, but she did in, you know, one person at the end of the show, what happens is there's some, there's the guy is the one choosing. So the guy comes to the room and he asks, you know, do you want a Netflix and chill or Ramian and chill? And you have the opportunity to say yes or no. She did say yes to her person. Okay. But which she may had more have, than one person who came and asked. Yeah. Which may have been her like giving the happy ending pun intended. Um, because I mean, I'm so brilliant. I don't even know I'm going to come up with this stuff anyway, but she may have been giving that happy ending, but she really didn't. It matter, you know, like after filming, she's like deuces y'all and she goes on back home. I don't know. Or maybe that was part of her shtick, you know, that right, that's what I'm saying. I think I don't necessarily feel like she's problematic because if I know what I'm looking for and I meet you, I've had the chance to have the, everybody did their introductions, did their talent. I got to watch you all for a day. Then we start doing dates. Cause you know, you can start going on dates and whatnot with people or little mini sessions. And as I'm getting to know people and talk to people, I'm feeling, I'm not feeling you. I mean, sure or not. If I ain't feeling you, I ain't feeling you. Okay. That's, no. that's me. I, that works for me. That's fine for me. No, no, no. When you describe it like that, yes. I mean, I just thought it was given that it's like what a, all of four days or something like that. I just literally like, it says three nights, four day filming schedule. Right. I just I in my head, I initially pictured like not you, not you. Hell no, not you, not you. Like I just pictured her just like cutting folks off. And <laughs> you know, that's why I was like, damn, okay. Did you want to do this? Um, so the other question. I wanted to ask you is really break down how weird the weird chick was. Like I am, but before I get to her, so mm -hmm. like you had Sonia. Sonia initially 
just came across as I don't think anybody so on the very first day after they did their they're literally just meeting each other there's no they haven't done the drinking the eating none of that they have just started meeting each other and they tell them you know if you were to pick it's the guys again if you were to pick someone based upon just initial greetings and looks who would you pick and so the guys go stand behind the persons they were the people that they would pick just based on this initial first I think five ten minutes worth of meeting and of course we know it's probably longer for us it looks like five or ten minutes okay Mm. um no one chose Sonia and she was really bummed about that like oh you know nobody chose me on this or that but it didn't knock her down like oh gosh I can't function she kept on going and eventually she there was a night when they had like a little mini party and her and a guy had I think she must have been eyeing him all alone, but they, you know, kept on and they had been drinking. Folks were, some of us were a little too drunk, but you know, hey, hey, y'all doing y'all. Right. <laughs> That's when have a good time. And boy kissed. And so, okay, they're obviously, they wound up staying together the whole show. And I think he did come to her and she said, yes. Yeah. So that, that was that. Now, are they really a couple still? Are they dating still? Don't know. Did she go back to America? He's still in South Korea. I don't know none of that. I just know that's what happened for the show. So I was like, okay, then. So you handled her business. She did her. Um, with Bella, her and Dan eventually became buddy buddy and hung out and kicked it and went on a boat ride together. And I mean, it seemed like they were going to be the couple. And Dan wound up going to old girl who was knocking folks out. He wound up going to her and asking him, did she want to rob me and chill? And she told him no. Yeah, dummy Dan. Exactly. Duh. So Bella was like, you know, I was really kind of shocked by that because I just assumed he was going to come. Like, you know, we had been hanging out, chilling. She assumed he was going to come. Maybe he did. Yeah. Okay, and then he was done. <laughs> Look, let me quit, but I don't know about that. So yes any which way um that just didn't wind up panning out uh there was the girl i'm calling her stephanie but i cannot remember her real name stephanie was the chinese girl she nobody came for her i don't think i don't think anybody came she wound up being one of the last people nope bella was the last one in the house somebody might have come for her but she said no because that's not who she wanted she was looking for Mm. it to be somebody else uh old weird chick erica okay what was she doing picking her nose in public what just i'm getting there (laughs) erica started off just like everybody else she's kind of reserved quiet and i can't remember if someone stood behind her that first day or not but i'm not sure dan did try to ask her out she told him no because they had the opportunity to just you know outright say hey would you like to go on a date with me or would you like to do this with me she told him no um she was interested in one guy but the one guy was not interested in her she kept on trying to come for him trying to be around another him. one of those obsessive yes, chicks girl yes jesus damn it man yes. Which and tells me that she has her card carrying she or it which tells me that she is a card carrying member of the stalker crew. Okay. Because take the hint and walk away. Why why keep on anyway? And so at the party, the, the night they had the party, somehow it was her, Dan, and somebody else, and they're talking. And she was like, she turns it into a racial thing. And I, you know, I think it's because I'm black and you guys are interested in me and nobody's trying to talk to me and this, that, and the third. And so Dan was like, I asked you out and you told me no. That's not what I mean. That's not the same thing. And I mean, she was so serious. And so the problem I was having Mm -hmm. was Bella was giving her ear time. And I'm going, Bella, check her ass. Tell her, heifer. People tried to talk to you, but because it wasn't old boy, you didn't want to pay attention. If it had been him, you'd have been just as happy as a lark. But because it wasn't him, you shut everybody else out. And then you tried to act like they didn't give you time or give you any air room because that was her whole complaint was that nobody's looking at her. Nobody's talking to her. And if she had known this, she wouldn't have come on the show, this, that, and the third. But what it really was, was the one that she wanted to be talking to her wasn't talking to her. And therefore now the whole show is a problem. When people did try to talk to you, but you did not give them any, like had you at least gone on a date with Dan, it would have been an opportunity to say, yeah, I knew you was foolish and we gonna keep this moving. But you didn't even give him an opportunity. You shut him down before 
You know what I'm saying? It was just weird because at least with old girl who I told you was a shutdown girl, she mm-hmm. at least went on a date with Dan before telling him no when he asked her about Ramyun and Chill. They went and had a lunch date. And that was where you realized they were, you know, more alike, I guess, than dateable. Dan obviously didn't see that, but she did. In her head, she saw it as like, you know, we're friends because we had a lot of stuff we could talk about and the conversation was good, but I wasn't feeling him like that, which made sense to me. With Erica, though, on the other hand, you didn't even give Dan a chance. And I want to say somebody else might have asked her to do something. But after that day, oh, she was for real on ain't nobody talking to you type situation. Why? Because how are you going to turn this into something else when, no, ma'am, that's not what this was. I hate it when people pull the race card. Girl, who are you talking Mm -hmm. about dumb stuff? Dumb stuff. Yeah, if you pull the race car and it's like for real, then I'm all for you cutting, cutting like spades. But when you pull the race card because you were dumb, ma'am, go away. Go completely away. And I mean, it didn't even fit because again, it had been different literally if none of the guys had tried to talk to her or Bella, then I could have seen you saying that. Bella had folks. She was popular the whole damn show. And... <laughs> And because Bella was a uh, is obviously an extrovert because she, like I said, she was one of the people talking and getting people going. Mm. And somebody did try to talk to you, but you turned him down. And he even said that night, I tried to talk to you then. So what about now? What if I asked you to go out now? Would you go out with me now? And she was like, well, no, it's not like that. You're on, you know, you're not understanding. You shut him down a second time. So you shut him down twice when yeah, you tried no to give time. you the opportunity. Girl, go lay down with that. Right. Well, lay and down I is really right. Mm. That the host would have like, better address that because i don't know if everybody was trying to keep hands off because it was a racial thing that got thrown out there i don't know but i, I was agitated because i wanted somebody to tell you know say on live half of you tripped you played your dog on self yeah where where was megan moon they i'm telling you they they kind of danced around it they Damn. talked about other stuff but nobody really lit like. into you literally had guys trying to talk to you and you did not give them any room like you're right. saying people are interested in you, but you were spending all your time trying to talk to, I think his name was He Chan, but I can't remember. Spending it, he, he Chuck, maybe he, some, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to try and mess his name up, but he was a weightlifter. He mm. tried, she was so busy trying to talk to him, but he was not interested in her. Right. You have to move on. And part pivot. of his issue was too, and he said the language, he doesn't speak English. You don't speak Korean. That's not working too well. Right. It's not realistic. You know, some people, it's like they want to try and figure that out. And other people don't have a high threshold for, you know, miscommunication. So that's what because he had tried using, I think it's Papago is the translator app they use. He they use Papago a few times. But like, I think for him, that was more of a hurdle than it was. a Oh, we can make it work with Papago. No, for her, it was like, well, we were talking and we this and yeah, that, Mm -mm. you know, moving Mm -mm. on. Yeah, some people it's hard for them to like get past disappointment and and they get obsessive. So, but I did want to ask you about Dan the man. So what happened? Could he not perform? I don't <laughs> what know. Was his Dan, deal? Dan and Bella didn't work out because he chose to go and ask Tiffany. And Bella, you know, was just like, wow, I'm kind of shocked that that's what you chose to do. Okay, so that's what you meant when you you alluded to him kind of like messing up. Right, because him and Bella had been kicked like literally to the day before they did the the final, do you want to ramen and chill with me? Him and Bella had been hanging out. They had like gone on the boat ride. They had had a wine date. Like they had done a few things. And I was just like, what the hell, Dan? What are you doing? Yeah. It well, was you weird. know, some, sometimes folks self-sabotage. He totally did. Oh, he totally did. You know, it's like, oh, I have, let me shoot my shot in this direction that I never went in, never prepped no, the, the landscape problem. for nothing. He had, remember I told you him and Tiffany had gone on a a lunch date and it was kind of like Tiffany left with the feeling of, oh, okay, yeah, we're good friends. We could talk. We could talk about stuff. And they had talked a few other times where, you know, they just chilling and talking. I think for Dan, because he wasn't paying attention to the other signs in the room, Tiffany wasn't coming towards you romantically. She was just talking because you were somebody she could relate to. 
she was interested in someone else or giving room to somebody else. Mm. Bella was the one who you were flirting with and all of that stuff. So what possessed you to, it was kind of like, I'm, I'm talking to a girl, but my friend over here that I have been having this crush for, for years, I'm going to go shoot my shot with my friend, even though I'm talking to her romantically. You get me? Yeah. That is some. It was just you know. weird, and it was real shocking because nobody saw that coming. Every even the hosts were like, "What?" When he went to Tiffany's room. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I'm sure he's not the first guy or first woman for that matter to like do something crazy like that. Like, you know, <laughs> just because you all talk as friends, if you all had really been about that, then he would have been romantic with what's her name, Tiffany or mm-hmm. whatever, the whole time. That's what, I'm, that's what I mean by prep. You yeah, know, he yeah. would have been like, oh, okay, we got something. And then for the rest of the days, it had been like two peas in a pod. But if you're not two peas in a potting with her and she and you see her off elsewhere, I don't know. Sometimes people just don't read cues. I mean, that happens that, to everybody. Seriously. And I think that's really for him where he went wrong was he did not read the cues in the room. Well, is there anything else you want to add about this drama or do you want to give yet again that big push to the listeners on why they should um, watch this reality show? Well, I'm definitely going to say yet again, yes, go watch it because it was it was a good watch. If you like dating shows, if you like reality shows slash variety shows, yes, go watch this. Also, 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 they are getting ready for season two. So in their prepping for season two, they've got their Kickstarter started so you can kickstart if you would like, but they're also looking for contestants. So if you are interested in being on a reality show and want to be a dating contestant, you can head here to find out more information about how to become a contestant and what they're looking for. Um, The other thing is that I was going to share they're looking to get onto an ott so like either like a netflix or someplace where they can not have to do the youtube push so that it can become more seen by others and you know people who are interested but it was a really good show i enjoyed it i enjoyed the hosts i enjoyed the contestants i enjoyed it all it was really good like i said there was a couple of deals i would have changed like that whole Ramin and chill room and what that looked like um I might have changed you know just making sure people I don't know what their criteria were and I'm sure they have videos where they explain this because Danny and David do a great job of thoroughly giving you details on why they're doing what they're doing I'm sure they have videos where they probably explain how the contestants were picked what they told them in advance I just didn't watch those but if you watch them and you have more details about that because that's the other thing I'm kind of concerned like what did you guys what were the people given before getting on the show so that, you know, I guess people were coming from the same place because in some senses it felt like people were coming from the westernized point of view of, oh, we're going to, if we do a, a one night stand, it is what it is. Where others were coming from a place of, oh no, I thought this was a dating show. I was looking to mm-hmm. date, you know what I'm saying? So it seemed like there were some different differing opinions happening, if that makes sense. Right. And and not because you asked me, but because I just feel like saying it. I'm not watching this show. Um, <laughs> I I want other people to watch it because I support, I don't support in this case, but I want other people to support um, independent productions. And maybe the second time around, they'll iron out some of the stuff. But like in general, um, I'm not like, I'm not so into any kind of dating reality show because I am a hardcore romantic. And so this is not real to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so off top, it's not going to be my super, super thing. Um, It helps to listen to some Ray talk about it, but chances are like, even the first time they walked into that, like, um, Robin and chill. Yeah, the hotel room, I'd have been like, okay. I would have watched it to see if they got it on. Like the horn dog in me, the freak in me would have been like, well, that's a show to watch. Like if I thought the show was about a bunch of people, you know, like realistically getting it on, I'd have been like, hmm, 
maybe I'll watch this. But the confusion throws me off. Like you just said, that is what throws me off. I feel like they're a tease, like either well, deliver or don't deliver at all. Like, I think that is the part romantic. that makes it. That's the part for me that makes it good is that, that you are coming from different mindsets. And that's why I said the Western point of view of a one night stand, or are we going to try and actually like, and I'm not saying all Westerners function this way, because obviously we know that is not true. And that's a stereotype. That's not what I mean. What I'm saying is that mindset of, oh, this is what in the West would we do? No, I'm looking for, and I think that was what I kind of wondered what was said so that I would have a better perspective of, was this truly just cultural exchange or did they tell y'all this, that, or the third? So that was why I want to know. Not necessarily that I feel like it was a push or pull or a let's be confused. No, I kind of feel like maybe people didn't, they went in not knowing what to expect. Mm. No, I guess so legit. If they were all given the same kind of statement, but they have their own sensibilities, that's right. worth like watching and like exploring. And so um, that's also where I was getting ready to go when you said, you know, you wouldn't watch it just for those people who are into reality shows, dating shows, things like that. This is the type of show I think that you would enjoy because it was a mix of things that we've kind of never seen. There's never been a show like this before. And I kind of like that too, as well, because it's independent. This is something that was put out. It was different and gave me a different perspective to see how international relationships happen in this sense. So yeah, it was cool. And if you all think that Sung Rae should apply to be on the reality show, please let us know. Because um, I think she would. <laughs> okay. Thank Something you. else is doing too much right now, y'all. So you can please ignore her. <laughs> no, thank you. Moving on. <laughs> you know, you know a good time. You know you would tear it up. You totally have those men in a tizzy. They'd be like, wait a minute, which way am I going? And coming? Am I coming or am I going? Oh my God, it would be fun. I would watch that show. I would watch a show where you're like a reality contestant. That would be hilarious to me. Because you... It would be a nice mix of you being realistic and romantic. <laughs> I can see it. Well, you're like, okay, I'm in this bedroom. Did you all bring a condom? Oh, you did. Oh, you're not serious, huh? Okay, I guess we just go watch this movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I tickle oh, myself. Hot mess. Anyway, <laughs> if you're interested, please check out Ramyun and Chill on Netflix. Look, look, somebody is like, we are moving the hell on. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> okay. We are Black Girl Soul. I am something else with Soul Gray. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Soul. We enjoyed having you. And please subscribe, like, and follow our Facebook page, YouTube channel, Twitter page, Instagram page, and join our Facebook group. You can also find us on Patreon. Please look below for links. See you guys next week.